footy fans and welcome to another bonus episode of we say soccer that's right it's international break and we are here with you to get you ready for the usa men's national team three upcoming matches as well as our favorite bets from around the world mostly in south africa and europe we really honestly didn't like anything in africa and asia at the moment but stay tuned because we will release our picks on social media um as you saw what we did last week with the Champions League and Europa League. But Jibs, how you doing? We got playoff baseball. Didn't go our way last night, but nope. we got hockey around the corner, basketball around the corner. The Yankees NFL's lost. going strong. Yankees lost, but I mean, baseball's down there as far as my favorite sport. Down there with yeah. basketball. Shoot, even American football is heading that way. I pay attention to so much golf, hockey, footy. That's what it's all about for me. So yeah, it's a bummer, but you know, it's not doesn't control the life anymore. Now, what will control a little bit of my life is how the U.S. men's national team performs over the yeah. next eight, nine days. If they uh, if they don't get off their asses once again, it's going to be disappointing. Yeah, no, it, it definitely will. Like, this will be the second opportunity I have to go to a World Cup while I'm living in the nation's capital, close yeah. to it. So I need him to go ahead and get this so I can go to these watch parties and throw beer in the air when we score and stuff. Like Facts. I need this in my life. Yes, sir. Um, but first, before we go to Team USA, we're going to end the show with that. Um, but let's get into our favorite bets. From oh, first, actually, we have some news from the EPL. News and we notes. Have to touch on. News and notes. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Somewhat breaking news. Uh, Watford did sack their manager, Cisco Munez. Um, and with a surprise hire, brings in Claudio Ranieri of mm-hmm. Leicester City, um, Premier League champion fame, the tinkerer, yeah. as he's known. Um, so the Italian will take over Watford. But this is something Watford does. They go through managers like yeah. we go through draws, what JV said. Uh, yeah. And we don't, mean a, we don't mean a tie in the score. <laughs> yeah. So. No, it's just nuts. I mean, I know that they move stuff around all the time, too. Um I guess Walford is kind of known for this. I didn't really know that myself until I was reading some of the stories because I was like, dang, they just got promoted. Like, he, he earned this. And it was, it was only last season and this season that he was their manager. So they must have visions of grandeur. But if, if the owners are acting like this, they better open up those pockets and spend some dough, um, show the fan base what's up. But you never know. Maybe the whole reason they did this was because Ranieri made himself available to hop back in the game 
and they just valued his experience and um, years of managing young players. He had a young Leicester team outside of a couple of the notables um, when he won it all. So maybe that was the case too. I didn't really read into it. So I'm kind of speculating on something that already happened, but um, I'm rooting for Ranieri, hopeful for you Watford fans that may be listening. Um, Cause something's got to happen quick for them to make a ballsy move like this. So early in the season and they're not like in relegation fodder either. They're no. mid, they're mid table. They got a, a win, a couple draws, a couple losses, something like one, two and three or something like that. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that one? Kind of unexpected or not yeah. too notable to you? Yeah. It's crazy still. Like I just seem like it was just through seven match weeks. And I just feel like it's a little <laughs> early for them to make a move, especially like if I could see if they were like in the Norwich position or, yeah. or something like that. Burnley, even, even though I think Sean Dice's job is pretty secure, um, yeah. but something like that, then I could see him. Okay. Making the move. But like you said, they're in like in that teenage range, like, like yeah. early teenage preteen range. So, like, it just came kind of as a surprise to me, yeah. to, to be honest. I did have one kind of speculative thought on that, and I'm even going to look up some real quick while we're kind of double-checking. Do you think maybe being promoted with them and some of the hype, and, yeah, they're well above, they're five, six spots higher, seeing the success of Brentford and what they're doing, it put pressure on that Watford ownership and management group? you know, promoted at the same time together and look at the way Brentford's come in and kind of smacked a couple teams around, had really nice draws with a couple good teams as well. Um, what are your thoughts on that? It's something I was kind of tossing around in my head. Well, I think they could have played a little part, but I do think it's just a quick trigger of these uh, Watford owners. I think they're, they're kind of known for this is just rotate the team, rotate the coach and the management staff as much as they yeah. do. Um, so I think it's just in their blood. If anything goes kind of wrong, they just say, all right, screw it. Let's start over. Like, yeah. you know, I guess they don't care about paying those contract clauses and the, yeah. the, the fees that you got to pay to let people go. But. Yeah. And I'm sorry, they're nine spots higher. Walford's actually 15th. So they are a little bit closer than I had it. I must've accidentally looked at yeah, Wolves. Still, and, yeah. I, still I, I thought the they were 12, but that's Wolves. Zone. Yeah. No, they're a couple, they're a couple above it, but mostly it's just, them and Leeds are the teams again above the winless teams. Yeah, is how this is shaken out so far. So, um, but yeah, let's see what you can do, Ranieri. Yeah, and some other news. Uh, FIFA 22 has come out. So yep. if you are like a Volta player, especially with this new Volta, where you can't just have your own team, uh, you got to squad it up before with three other people other than yourself. We got two here. So yeah. If any of you guys out there are PS4 players, play some Volta, play some pro clubs. Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll throw you on the squad, see what we can do. Uh, if you suck, we'll boot you. But other than that, man, just pass. Yeah. We score. Let's make buckets. Um, yeah. But FIFA 22 did come out. Um, we don't play Ultimate Team because we're not we're not children open Pokemon packs <laughs> anymore. So, um, But to each their own. But that was something in, in the soccer world that did release. Yeah. Um, you saw P, uh, Pez released a new game that's, like, I think called eFootball or something like that. Yeah, that's, free or the, something like that. Yeah, right, it's free yeah. to play. Ronaldo looks like a statue. <laughs> like, it's nuts, man. So, um, but, so those are some that go on. But, again, if you do play those matches or those uh, game modes or anything like that, this up because um, we do stay on FIFA heavy. We are, we are big career mode players, but we do stay on those uh, pro yeah. clubs and Volta as well. Yeah. All right, well, cool. 
Let's get into the betting slate from around the world. As we said, check our Twitter for our African Asian parlays that we're going to throw out and just little picks that we like. But there are some heavy numbers there, some big favorites, some, yeah. some weird toss-up matches. And to be honest, we're not super heavy into our African Asian country uh, watching. Yeah. So we're not going to throw too much coin on that. But, you know, little cheeky parlays never, uh, never hurt nobody. Yeah, so. if like South Korea had better odds and then – so China, Japan, Japan and Australia too. Well, J- Australia for sure, and then China and Japan were odds enough for me to almost bet on them. But they're playing some of those Middle Eastern Asian countries that sometimes steal a tie, steal a win, that I just do not keep up enough with at all to me feel yeah. confident betting that. I'll probably bet those four teams we just mentioned in a parlay. Just have a little bit of fun, see if I can get a little bank builder in there, but. That's about all I would do. Nothing more than literally that'll be what it is. And that starts tomorrow a.m. before this pot even probably comes out. Yeah, exactly. Um, Same thing with Africa. Just look over there because, again, um, Mm -hmm. some heavy numbers for some favorites and real close toss-ups, which we don't pay enough attention to to know who's active, who's injured, um, all that. So we don't want to give you information that uh, leads you in a certain way that's not great. Yeah. But something we – oh, go ahead. No, Africa, same thing. Starts early tomorrow. Um, they even had a match start today. Can't recall who it was. So that's something for listeners. We're not going to spend time on it. Pod won't be out in time. We're not confident betting it. We'll throw a dumb little parlay. So check our social medias. Even if you miss this, that's where a lot of our action will be anyway. 100%. 100%. That's always the best place to reach out to us. And where we're the most active is on that Twitter at We Say Soccer. And that's the Instagram and the YouTube as well. Um, okay. So cool. Let's jump into something that we do pay attention to. And that's your. Um, so in Europe, we're both on the first match on Friday uh, for us is at 245. Uh, and this is Czech Republic minus 145 versus Wales. We do like the Welsh. There is a good, lot of good name players that we like on there, mm-hmm. but we also like making money and uh, Czechs only losses. Their last three losses have been England, Denmark and Belgium. So they're losing to good teams and not losing to bad teams. Yep. That they shouldn't beat. Um, and as our comrade Jeff always says, you got to beat the teams you should beat. And this is a team that the Czech Republic should beat. Yeah. Um, and the only wins that Wales has coming into this is against Turkey and Belarus. So their wins are against lesser opponents, even at that. Yeah. Um, so, Jibs, what else? Do you have anything to add to this game? Nothing uh, crazy on this. It's kind of weird. I think we joked about it last time. I couldn't remember if it was internal or something that we talked about. But uh, I like betting soccer from the hockey countries and i'm definitely going to do a parlay of that with like sweden finland czech republic and you know somebody else in there um germany somebody just well maybe i got one you can add in there too uh another one that's on friday at 245 uh, oh yeah minus 115 there you go the motherland yeah at uh not mine, but, you know, the overall yeah. general motherland <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, versus Slovakia. Um, Russia's only lost two of their last seven, while Slovakia has lost three of their last five. This is just something I think we're getting good numbers on at minus 115. Um, it is in Russia, too, so I believe that's a little trip that Slovakia is going to have to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, those Russian fans are going to be crazy. Um, and... There, Russia's again just like uh, Czech Republic. Their only losses have been the Belgium and Denmark were those two losses. Um, yep. So it was again some of those top ranked teams yep. that so- they went down to. Sorry, Zdeno Chara can't ride with the Slovaks. Yeah, 
Jibs, you got anything else on Friday or are you uh, uh yeah match match I'm gonna still go Norway so I'm really glad that you threw in that tidbit about uh even Wales beating Turkey um it looks like Erling Holland is not going to be available I don't know if for these whole qualifiers or if it's just for this Friday match um but a tie no bet on Norway over Turkey is plus 135. I am probably going to do a half unit at the plus 230 money line as well. I think that Norway can still bag this game and come away victorious. Um, and you just throwing in that tidbit about one of their one of Turkey's recent losses or Wales' recent wins was against Wales. So um, and I think I think Norway sands Holland is probably about the level of a Welsh team. Um, 100%. Even though they are away in this match as well. If they had Holland, I think they'd be, this line would be closer to even money, if not them as favorites on the road. Um, and that wraps up Friday for me in Europe. Um, and then there, only one game really caught my eye uh, Saturday in Europe. I like the Greece plus 125 over Georgia. I think that's a sneaky, good premiership the israeli premier league teams like aris and uh and uh and orthesis and and yeah exactly some of those olympiacos there's like four or five good teams that play european club football in some capacities whether they're already out from europa qualifying (laughs) europa league qualifying or not but i think it's a sneaky good league and i think greece should be better than the georgians they are favored but it is still plus money at plus 125 game is in georgia but not incredibly far from greece so i feel good with that one and then yeah i don't really have anything else because um as far as wagering goes all of the countries or all of the continents africa asia and Europe only gave us those first matches to bet on, but they gave us the Americas, North and South America, oh, and Central America, North, Central, South America. They gave us the first two matches. So I'll have a little bit more in depth there. Yeah. And I do have one on Saturday. It's Saturday morning, 9 a.m. It is Bulgaria minus 110 traveling to Lithuania. Um, Bulgaria's on a two game win streak. Lithuania has lost their last eight. So this is something I just feel like we're getting that value. Lithuania could steal one here and get a draw, but I just feel that value at minus 110. That's a little bit like JB was saying. That's a little bit of a bank builder um, just to get your money up. And Lithuania is on a definite cold spell. So that's something I think we should take advantage of. Um, but that rounds up Europe for yeah, us. That easy. So let's let's go ahead, get the passports out. Let's travel to South America where we're going to have a little bit more action too. And this one starts Thursday, so it's going to be a quick turnaround from when the pod comes out, but that's also the same time that USA starts. Mm-hmm. is on Thursday a little bit earlier. Um, we're both on, I believe, this Argentina versus Paraguay. They're at Paraguay. They're away. Yep. Um, Argentina is undefeated this calendar year. They have not lost going back all the way to October 8th, if not before that, um, of 2020. So for this whole calendar, they are undefeated. So I say let's ride. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yep. Um, and sub, and that two, minus, sub yep. minus 200 odds, I'm taking. Exactly. Them. Yep. And <laughs> that's something, too, if you're looking at a big parlay to start um, on Thursday, you can go ahead and start that with the Argentina minus 165, throw them in with some USA matches, get those uh, odds to the plus money. Yep. Jibs, what else you got? Do you got anything on Thursday going on in the uh, – uh, Thursday, yeah. And 
Well, let's let's do South America and then Concacaf, because um, so, it's the two matches each. Let's keep it to I think th- those segments of the Americas, if you will. Yeah. Um, to round out Thursday, I do have Uruguay over Colombia minus one ten at home. I know Colombia's got some athletes and they're improving it's as a country. Line move too. It's plus one hundred now. Oh, nice. So I'll redo that again. Um, yeah. But. Colombia is up and coming. They've risen the world rankings a little bit from some a few tidbits I've seen. And I know Uruguay is a little bit older than maybe those teams seven, eight, nine, ten years ago that we liked where they had a bunch of guys in Europe in big leagues. Um, but that's one that I'm still taking Uruguay at home in a in a probably a scrap, to be honest. Um yeah. and then everything else I have for South America is when they turn right back around and come Sundays. Did you have anything tomorrow? Uh, I do not. Not in South America. No, I do got a couple conquer calf, but uh, we can go ahead and move on to that Sunday in South America to keep it cool. in the continent. Yeah. Once again, kind of the same story. Um, I think these odds should be bigger, but it's in Colombia this time. It's Brazil at plus 100. I am on. And yeah, then, I'm with that too. I'm, I'm leaning that way, definitely. Yeah, and then this time against Uruguay, this line definitely – see, and this kind of supports why I like Uruguay over Colombia, but then it's weird that they're giving Colombia the value against Brazil a little bit, but then they have Argentina and Uruguay's odds so close. Argentina's at home versus Uruguay and minus 135, but Uruguay – Again, haven't lost this calendar Yeah, year. but Uruguay <laughs> – to Colombia is now even money, like you said. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think there's a little bit of a system there, and I think I'm on the right side of it. So I'm Brazil plus 100, Uruguay or Argentina over Uruguay minus 135. Argentina home, Brazil is away. I like it. I like it. Um, anything else you got going in South America, Gibbs? Uh, that's it because they're only showing us the this Thursday. Friday matches if there is any Friday and then the Sunday matches so um, wait and see until we get that third game put on there just like we're going to have with CONCACAF sounds good let's speaking of CONCACAF let's go ahead jump into our non-USA picks because I know that USA will go more in depth when we talk about those matches we'll bring up our picks in too Um, but let's go ahead and talk about those CONCACAF matches that we're liking Um, previous to those USA ones yeah so, um, and this is Thursday as well. Are these matches that we're going to yeah, talk about? Yeah, I'm going to do, yeah, these first three are on Thursday. I've got Honduras, Taino Bet versus Costa Rica, minus 130. I am going to do the Mexico at minus 185. I still think they're that much better than Canada. For, and I might regret that one because Canada is on the up and up, and I don't know. Mexico just seems weird. Like Mexico allowed the first goal to Jamaica, who's been playing awful, even though they ended up taking that match late two one, I believe. Um, and then I am, I wasn't impressed with El Salvador. I thought they kicked above their level when they played us that first half. So I'm taking Panama on the road plus one forty five versus El Salvador tomorrow at ten p.m. Take it all. Um, mine, the ones I was looking at. I was also on that Panama, like you said, on the road. I think at plus 145, I just think um, that's a good value. Um, but that's it for me on that Thursday bar uh, USA match, of course. 
So let's move on. Then we are back to the Sunday turnaround, as we said. And since we do have those odds, uh, most of these matches look at their mid-afternoon to that late evening, 6 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Um, Jibs, what you want on this day, Sunday? Non-USA division, I am only on Canada plus 100 versus Jamaica. Yep. Because I do think Jamaica's been playing that poorly. Um, and then uh, Michael Antonio is not on the roster. He is staying as of Monday or yesterday. Um, it's Wednesday here for us, for anyone listening to this podcast. So on Monday or Tuesday of this week, um, West Ham did announce that Michael Antonio would be staying with the club for this break. Yep, 100%. Something I have been leaning towards, maybe a parlay. Sorry for the yawn talk. Um, is Costa Rica at or Costa Rica hosting El Salvador again? We just don't think El Salvador is that team that they showed against us. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's minus 185. So that's something maybe just to chip into a parlay. Um, try to boost those odds a little that's bit. That's a good look. Games. And like I said, uh, we're going to have USA picks. Um, picks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you did throw that in with USA and like that Canada pick, you'd probably get decent odds on a little three teamer there to round out your. Uh, also, probably National Football League betting. Exactly, 100%. Um, so with that, let's go ahead, jump into that first match, um, Thursday, October 7th at so, 7.30. So a quick few news and notes that I... Oh, yeah, actually, I, let's go over the table. Yeah, yeah we have it so as of now, far. and I'll just run through the, the top four because that's the auto-qualifying, and on points, there is a gap there. So it's Mexico with seven points after three matches. USA, Canada, Panama, all five points after three matches, each with one win and two draws. And then there's a huge drop-off. Costa Rica is at five with um, with two points. Honduras, two points. El Salvador, two points. Jamaica with one point, which is just shocking. Um, and I'm sorry, I think I said four qualify. John, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it three and then one to the play-in? Yeah. Okay. One I thought has to I had, a playoff, I believe. Yeah, but you still qualify out of the group, technically, I guess, is how we would yeah. phrase that. Um, and then, of course, the USA schedule, as we've been saying, versus J- Jamaica tomorrow in Austin, Texas. Um, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern U.S. time against at Panama. John, did you say Panama City on that one? Yeah, that's in Panama City, and it's also going to be on Paramount Plus since it's one of our away yeah. matches. And so at home, we're on ESPN2, and then we round out um, next Wednesday, so six days after tomorrow's match, the 13th, 7 p.m. Eastern against Costa Rica. That will be in Columbus. And I love that we're at in Austin and in Columbus because those two cities show cities. out. Um, yeah, big footy cities. <laughs> yeah, and Columbus will probably be the – the rowdy USA heavy one. Austin is in Texas where there's a big time, um, um, you know, Central American Latin influence. So I think the one benefit there though, is we're catching Jamaica for that. So it's not like we've, we've got Panama visiting us and playing them in Texas, which I think would uh, split the crowd a little bit more. Oh, not in our favor. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So I think that's really good. Um, and Jamaica is making that trip. So I know it's a short trip from, uh, the, uh, Caribbean up to Texas. So at least we're not playing in Seattle. That would have been maybe a tactical advantage we could have pulled there. Um, but with speaking of odds, USA are minus 320. A draw is plus 420. Nice. 
and uh, Jamaica is plus 750. Um, what I'm looking at, though, is I saw a nice little wind cast because I think it is the season, and that's Pepe season. So I'm going to go <laughs> wind cast. Ricardo, Pepe to score in 90, and USA to win. That puts it at plus 140, so that's a little way. I'm going to boost the odds. Um, it just matters who you like. You could wait to see that lineup. If you see Weya, that's a good plus 190. Bring, that's who I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah, it was Weya. Um, we missed him the last qualifying round, and we 100%. we both think he's a guy. He's probably underperforming for his club a little bit, but it's go time now, baby. Let's go. So that's yeah. one that I would look at. But hey, if to get the USA down to minus one thirty, if Giassi starts tomorrow, tomorrow Giassi Zardes to score in ninety and USA to win is minus one thirty. Not not terrible there either, because yeah, and that means the, Vegas thinks he's starting up top. Yeah, when he plays, he scores. And who knows? Maybe they both play. Maybe they throw a tactic out there. You know, there's talks about maybe going to that true 4-3-3 um, because I know we've done some variations of of that where not a 4-3-3, but maybe we're more in like a 5-2-3, but it's more like with our wing back, scary as shit. Yeah. It could be like a 3-5-2, whatever it may be um so yeah definitely you know double check that before the match starts but i'm probably going to do if tim way plays probably going to do that just for the fun and then whichever striker starts between pepe and or zardes i'll i'll roll with either of them yeah sounds good um all right cool then let's move on to one that we think and uh obviously we're both picking let's say to win in this one um i think all of our talks were easy for that for that jamaica one but moving into Sunday, who both of us think this is going to be our hardest match of the mm -hmm. three. Um, 6 p.m. again, Paramount Plus. You got Panama at plus 440 dogs. The draw is plus 210. So you see Vegas is leaning more so towards draw if anything happens other than USA. Um, and USA is coming into the favorites at minus 125. Um, so this is one you can take straight up um, where you don't have to really throw a win cast in there as well. Um, but be aware this is the one that we are most weary of too so maybe yeah. stay this one away from parlays um yes we're confident in usa but we we're also confident in a three and they're showing last week yeah. or last go around and it didn't happen as well so yeah um, i think this is the match that we could drop or have a draw in and hopefully if it is a bad showing it is just a draw panama yeah. city is going to be rocking it's going to be nasty it's going to be loud uh it isn't going to be great but yeah yeah, like, you know, everybody's going to be leaving church that day to straight going to having some beers and getting ready for that match. Um, I don't know. The pitch might be all right. I think for some reason I thought, like, some of Panama's nicer cities um, had decent fields. Actually, I'm worried. Can't remember. Panama City might be turf, which would suck. Oh, Ugh, I hate turf soccer fields. I thought it was Panama. Could be wrong there, but we'll see. I mean, we... Part of the reason we didn't qualify last time is because I believe we dropped the game in Panama to Panama um, yep. four years ago. So this will be the prove it game. I really wish we were a full squad, still missing a few guys, but Wes McKinney's back in there. Tim Way is Stephen's back. back. Pepe's playing great. Stefan's back. Fantastic point. I really wonder if they throw him in the fire tomorrow night with a, you know, Jamaica missing those scores. I think that could get his confidence up run him back to back and then go to one of the other guys for uh, the game against Costa Rica and Columbus. So just some brief thoughts there. Um, but yeah, I'm going to bet this one, obviously I'm going to watch it live just to see if there's any 
re-entry opportunities if the odds trickle down because it's scoreless late or if it's if we go down or does Panama get a tying goal after we take a leave that sort of thing so I think we can win I, I will bet with my heart a little bit here hopefully it's a good NFL Sunday prior to this so I don't have to worry about it too much <laughs> exactly and this is one of those good ones that have that double screen so you can get your NFL Sunday night uh, on the big screen and put this on your iPad your phone something like that so yeah because you gotta um, use Paramount for this match Yep, exactly. Uh, then rounding out the uh, triumphant of matches, you got USA hosting Costa Rica at 7 p.m. ESPN2. And this one, as we've been saying, is on is in Columbus, Ohio, um, Wednesday, October 13th. So this is one going to be the last one before they go back to their clubs, um, hopefully coming off a win or a ugly draw. Uh, an ugly draw is always better than a good-looking loss. So um, we'll see what happens in Panama. But this could be one, two, if we come away with six points in those first two games where Burhalter might rotate the squad a little bit, uh, just get some people some rest that are going back to their squads. Um, yep. I know he doesn't really have to think about their club performance. He's really more, more worried about just getting qualified for this World Cup, uh, especially because it's not as automatic as it used to be for the uh, good old red, white, and blue. Yep. And I'm even checking another app. Yeah, nobody else has that matchup yet. So yeah. um could be a seven-day thing. I'm not 100% sure there. But, um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I think USA should win that. That'll be about as big of a home match as we'll have because, like I said, Columbus, that Ohio Valley, whenever we have a match there, it gets wild. Show out. Yeah. Just like they play in the Northwest. Um, just like if they came to D.C., that sort of thing. So um, that'll be – I'm really excited to catch that. And it's next Wednesday. Only thing interfering with that is opening night of the NHL season. I'll definitely be <laughs> two TVing it up that night. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but definitely stay tuned to our socials because once those odds drop, we will show some bets that we're liking. Um, because that's something you might have to pair with an over with a, somebody to score win cast mm -hmm. or something like that, because the odds shouldn't be too too good, honestly, for uh for us when it should be in the in the high negatives yeah we'll find some value there for sure no 100 percent. um did you have any thoughts on the roster when that came out uh, a couple of days ago end of last week were you were you excited anybody that you were mad that was left off oh um, no i was excited that like, weston mckinney come back especially after what happened last time for sure um i was a little surprised to see him of course kellen acosta seems like he's like almost like the Carmelo where he just kind of shows up when he needs to. Yeah. Um, maybe not the greatest performances year in and year out. Well, so it's not like Melo, but, uh, <laughs> but when he needs to show up, he does. And I think he could be that nice stopper for us. Um, and it's just nice seeing the young guys like Busio back in there. Um, of course, seeing Pepe come back into the match and then uh, DC United's own uh, Paul Areola in there as well too so. yeah no. that's got traded because to be real we don't give a fuck about the mls but yeah yeah and i know you <laughs> said that you're hyped to see if musa can get some games as well um, yeah yeah musa's musa's nice like he's one of those players that i kind of got attached to picking him up in a fifth career and kind of growing him through the years so for um, sure. he's definitely a good young prospect that chose the usa so it's something i want to kind of show him the uh show him the I guess we'll say respect back and like picking him a couple of games and letting him get some game time to show what he can do so yep for sure so yeah i it's either well, i was gonna say what about you you got anybody to, uh, uh, stand out for you? i was bummed julian green didn't get in the squad but i really don't know with i wouldn't maybe to, to the disappointment of a lot of usa fans i would not have picked him over kellen acosta i think there's a certain continuity that you have to have um 
And I get why Luca De La Torre is there. I get why Leckett is there. I don't know. Maybe maybe against one of the other guys that a lot of fans seem to be turning on, Christian Roldan, I would have preferred Julian Green. But they play very different ways. I know Roldan's much more responsible. Julian Green does yeah. take chances. Um, and maybe that's why I love him. Plays with a little bit of a reckless abandon at times. So maybe him I was bummed out about. And obviously, you know, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if if Pulisic was healthy, things like that. So yeah, hundred percent. You know, because I think he almost and Geo for that matter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good point. Because they almost would take like where you want to use them. It doesn't matter if you're dropping a midfielder for them or dropping a forward for them. Like they're going to be so utilitarian, and we're going to need them to press from wherever spot they're playing anyway. No, I don't think Pulisic is going to be our forward striker. But yeah. to get him in. He does create in, enough chances. And yeah, but to chance. get him in, we don't. We could, like, take one less striker if we need to fit him in. So, I don't know. 100%. We'll just have to wait and hope everybody gets out of this healthy and stays healthy and those guys can join for the next round of qualifying. That's, that's all we can do. So, um, yeah, other than that, I hope it's either Peppy season or Giassi season. I know we've hashtag tweeted both of those out. So yeah. I just want to see some big goals out of them. And hey, Tim Whale, let's see if you're informed, bud. That's I'm excited to see him. And and yeah. how West McKinney responds to the to the drama he brought on himself last time. Yeah. So let's see. Hopefully he can rebound and uh have a good showing. Yeah. Um anything else though, Jibs, you got uh before we wrap this thing yeah. up? Yeah. One request. I do. I mentioned it earlier. I, what I want them to do is start Steph in these two matches. Let's go out there, smack Jamaica, go down to Panama City, get the dub, and then for that crazy rowdy crowd, give Matt Turner next Wednesday's game because yeah. the kid That'd has talent. So let's get those two wins out of the way, put him back in there to keep getting experience and give Stefan a blow before he goes back to, to England. Um because I think we can beat Costa Rica with Matt Turner easily. I I think I think we can beat all three of these with Matt Turner. I just think Panama game would be a lot scarier. But yeah, yeah play Steph in the next two matches. And I really want them to turn up for Matt Turner on yeah. when, next Wednesday in Columbus. That'd be tight. That would be super nice. So with that, we appreciate it. Thank you for stopping yeah, in yeah. and listening to us, to watching us. Um, if you're on the pod, if you're on YouTube. Uh, so we do appreciate this has been our bonus episode on these World Cup qualifiers coming up and a little deep dive into Team USA's uh, next three matches. Yep. So we appreciate it. Stay tuned to the socials at We Say Soccer. And as always, we love you. Peace. Yeah. Yeah.